Good evening. A Brisbane Courier Mail story that is now in wide circulation has been accurately portrayed, or in the very least attempted to circumvent the mention of a number of facts pertaining to my personal life. I want to take this opportunity to address them, confront the faceless people who went on a smear expedition, although they did a bad job to cover their tracks, and in doing so, set the record straight. From 1999 to 2001, I was in a relationship with a woman. Following the death of our baby, this destroyed me personally, and our relationship ended. After we broke up, I became the recipient of a tirade of abusive phone calls and text messages, as did my family. I went to the police, and they told me to be a man and deal with it. So I did, and after over a week of not sleeping because of it, I responded in kind. Little did I know that I was baited, and so it was, I was the first political test case of the then subsection E of section 359 of the Queensland Criminal Code, unlawful stalking with the circumstance of aggravation by means of telephone calls and text messages. My counsel advised me not to fight it and was forthright about a prompt conclusion. The Crown was seeking a partisan political prosecution and I received a 12-month sentence suspended after four months. During my time as an open prisoner, I took up with the Catholic chaplain who did his best to help me with the pain of losing Sharon, who would have been my first-born daughter, although I carry the scars with me every day. Yesterday, the Brisbane Career Mail State political editor, Mr Stephen Wardell, now known to be acquainted with members of the LNP and the Queensland Party, called me to ask me for comment on the stalking charges. I said no comment and contacted my organiser at party office. In turn, I hid nothing and did full disclosure and mentioned what had happened. I voluntarily resigned my candidacy for the state seat of Bedezit, but retained my party membership. I want to take this opportunity to set the record straight about a few things those involved in this witch hunt failed to point out and relay to the contents of that article in an attempt to score a cheap headline. Firstly, there was never any physical violence or stalking in the traditional sense. This was substantiated in the case. Secondly, what was not investigated were my several complaints to the police and my request for assistance from the investigating officer who freely offered this at our first meeting. These went unanswered and he was never heard of again. Thirdly, some of the abuse my family and I suffered was received by members of the Liberal and Green parties and people that I know now to be Freemasons. When the matter was resolved many years ago, my community embraced me upon my return to service. The police, obviously aware of these events, gave their full support for me to resume my service as head of the then largest community crime prevention area in Queensland. To those police who assisted me, who spent their time in council to assist me with my transition back to community life, you had my respect and I thank you. Since before the conclusion of the case, 
there were members of many political parties and independents I had worked with in the community that knew about these criminal matters. There was, in my belief, an understanding that I was a fool and made some mistakes in my youth, as have many across the political divide in my lifetime. Perhaps my downfall was my honesty and not attempting to sweep it under the rug, as so many politicians often do. My medical, psychological and psychiatric evaluation all passed with flying colours. I regret that my ongoing health assessments for cancer had their periodic moments, but I'm pleased to say I'm now a survivor. The Commissioner for Children and Young People and Child Guardian has certified me to hold a positive notice. Therefore, I am no danger to the community. When one considers that these are well-established facts in the community and are historic, to say the least, the fact that certain persons, like councillors Sean and Heinel Black, waited so long to bring it up, and until I was a state candidate, doesn't rate their credibility all that well. Think about it. If this was, as some might say, a search for the truth, as some so commonly do, then wouldn't one make it their mission to put it out there as soon as discovered and let the community decide there and then? These are serious questions and aids not one bit to their already tarnished image by their own actions. What adds insult to injury is that despite every urging from my support base, I did not make public hay of these Logan LNP councillors undergoing proceedings in court of their own. In fact, I had shown my personal support towards Councillor Heinel Black, who was suffering problems with her colleagues in previous times. I did not create a media circus over Councillor Sean Black's telephoning, harassing and threatening my mother. The very act I was charged with. My nearest senior opponent, the current member for the desert, received my strongest personal friendship and support as the LNP hierarchy lined up to attack him upon his resignation. I did not persecute a Cynic Rim councillor for going under the microscope of the CMC. I didn't even reference a member of my own party from abandoning his elected branch office just to jet up to central Queensland to take up employment with an MP. That's not my brand of politics. I find it disgusting and part of the very reason the public despises us. The long and short of the efforts behind the smear on me in the public domain is simple. As a candidate, this was an attempt to damage the Premier and this government's good work. Full stop. It's one I won't allow and will hit back with every legal, political and media tool at my disposal to highlight this hypocrisy. I also want to make clear, in opposition to Mr Wardle's article, that the, out, that the ALP did not force me to resign my candidacy. They did not pressure me to resign my candidacy. I did so of my own free will despite Mr Wardell's false assertion it was a formality. Unlike the Lanebrook 
league Newman affair dealt with behind closed doors and without public scrutiny in order to remove a candidate for a specified reason. The ALP Administrative Committee, the same body that endorses candidates, is the same body that would be needed to disendorse. All party officers work under the admin committee mechanics as per party rules. No admin committee meeting had been called regarding my disendorsement. Therefore, I had resigned and it was proven that I did so without threat, promise or inducement. Out of loyalty and service to a party that I have dedicated my life to serving, I will reiterate again, I submitted my withdrawal voluntarily. While it is true I refuse to comment in Mr Wardell's article, anyone who is or has ever been in politics will know that it doesn't matter what you say to a journalist. Their aim is to sensationalise and sell media. To my political opponents, you have lost my silence. I'll more than gladly face my community that attempts to obfuscate and use my children both alive and dead, or my family's untarnished name for cheap points, is off limits and I will dedicate and, every, and utilise every tool at my disposal to expose the hypocrites who believe they are above the same level of public examination. To the community I have fought hard for and always will. I am sorry that I have let you down. Let me state here and now that I've survived much worse than this and I will prevail this too. Thank you to the many people in Logan and Bedezi, Queensland, the country and overseas who have emailed, telephoned, texted and online messaged their support and I'm grateful for your thoughts. Tonight I also announce that after my many years dedicated to the pursuit of political and public service, I have made the decision to retire from professional politics. Some might say that this is in line with the events that have taken place in the last 48 hours. While I don't deny these have played a role, it is a wake up call to what is really going on in our community. I for one do not regret the efforts I have put in to make this community a better place. But it is clear that people who don't hide behind closed doors, behind corners, or who aren't afraid to have a go, even under the most difficult of circumstances, aren't measured by their talents in a regional establishment more focused on their image than their work. What kills it for them? is that their own integrity is in shatters. Yet, for some, they assume an elevated place in their minds where, to them, they are not subjected to that same reality. It is a shame, and I pray for our sake as a city and an electorate, that there will rise some among our populace with the same true spirit of community and honour to see us to a better day, and are able to get elected and get the job done. So what now for me? Well, perhaps my book will be completed and I'll get more time to dedicate to the many groups and causes that I support and serve in. 
occupationally, only time will tell. And spiritually, I go where God, my only Saviour, will take me. I send this message now to my friends, my many supporters, my political adversaries and honourable campaigners, and my enemies. Causes and philosophies are much greater than political parties and institutions. They permit us to see the world with our own eyes and not through a veil, often tinted and tarnished with anomalies and falsehoods. Now I will lobby for change from the outer, but certainly not alone. One of my favourite Prime Ministers, Prime Minister John Curtin, once said, As a member of our team you played the game. Now you form a team with a man of your heart for the highest natural purpose. In that very spirit, I now transition. I sign off tonight knowing that I have done all I can after my 13 years in politics. But alas, this is farewell. My ancestor, Patrick Norton, arrived in Australia from Ireland during settlement, then went to New Zealand, my family home. And this was the start of my family's paternal labour union lineage. Some 200 years later, tonight, I have broken the line on my side. At Midway Point, over the last century, my family has been heavily persecuted by Freemasons because of our religion. But with that strong, good Catholic courage, we have beat them in every game. In that respect, I'm glad to be playing my part in defeating this molesting evil. Perhaps my many cousins in Aotearoa will take my place, or God willing, my children to come. Let them not make the same mistakes I did, but better on my achievements to give every child a right to life, a worker a fair day's wage, a man's right to be associated with a religion and go through life freely without injury influence, favour or persecution. Give a family a good home. And above all, that when someone leaves this world, a better place than they entered into it. I have made many mistakes in my life. Many intentional, many unintentional. I will pay the price for that. But when my family and my supporters and people that I admire are dragged into an argument that does not involve them, I will not relent with the full power of the law and the resources at my disposal to see that those people playing those scurrilous games for political or personal benefit will get the true justice they deserve. Hunting season on me is over and the gloves are off. Thank you, good night, and may God forever bless the great cities of Logan, the region of the Finnick Rim, and the people of Badesic.